Welcome to um, the Digital Soapbox with Soapbox J. I'm your host, Soapbox J, and I'm on my soapbox shit, my solo soapbox shit. It's been a while, people. I know we did our Resident Evil roundtable, and I've been taking a couple weeks here and there, a little breaks, not putting out as much content as I used to, uh, just uh, preparing for Loki for the six weeks that it's going to get busy, and um, just sweet tooth and and i've been uh recording uh with the uh, honestly nerds as well shout outs to y'all thank you very much for the opportunity to record with y'all and talk about some castlevania i will also be talking about sweet tooth in the up and coming weeks on uh, netflix and i have booked my slot as well for a uh when it whenever they do release sandman on netflix um i love that graphic novel i love the series it is one of the best series if not the best series ever written i don't say that lightly <laughs> so yeah i i wanted to get on that because um it is such an amazing story and they made some interesting choices with the uh with the cast and and you know i'm i'm just pan- waiting to see how it pans out um not really on the train of hating uh neil gaiman gaiman about uh about how he's you know who who's being selected for the the roles and stuff like that i i have faith in him i think he knows what he's doing you have these people just, uh, so obsessed with the fact that they feel like the cash should be more males or whatever look the endless don't have specific john uh genders or um races they they kind of choose how they look so i don't have a problem with this at all let's wait to see what the series looks like before jumping to conclusions all i know is that a lot of people who say they are sandman fans are not as big sandman fans as i thought (laughs) you know so we'll just leave it at that i'm looking forward to it i am definitely looking forward to it though uh also the eternals trailer dropped and while there was it was a two minute teaser and it was some interesting nods and uh here and there um we have uh snow in the trailer that that got me excited it looks very different Uh, i'm not gonna take a deep dive into the trailer i've read the uh neil gaiman um run with uh I forget who draws it. It's on the tip of my tongue. J.R. J.R. Uh, John Romero Jr. Um, and I love that series uh, for, for what it did. Really interesting. But this movie just looks different. It looks a little more serious, like serious-ish, darker tone. But it is also a lot going on. There were jokes in the trailer, of course. Where, um, I'm, I need to see a trailer, man. This, this really, did, I mean, it just shows stuff, but it looks great but it doesn't show enough for me to really take a deep dive i know those are the people online that are making the deep dives breaking down every second of the trailer which yeah that's that's awesome but um anyway moving on we're gonna get into some video game shit so i'm i'm excited for some of the stuff that we're gonna be talking about today and not so excited about some of the stuff that i'm going to be talking about later on in the show but for the first two topics the first one we got 15 minutes of uh, Horizon Forbidden West uh, this week, and goddamn, that trailer—well, not trailer—that game looks gorgeous. Just saying off the back. Um, I was wondering how they were gonna approach this because I was kind of on the on the, like 
okay, they're going to do a lot different or they're not going to do a lot different because the formula is not a broken formula. It's wor It works. And I don't think anybody would be upset if they just gave us more of what we liked with some refined points, some interesting new tactics, some interesting new moves. And it gave us that, you know, it's not trying to reinvent the wheel, uh, but that's fine. That's fine. I, I mean, I said it in my Loop Hero um, review that not everything needs to invent, reinvent the wheel to be a great game. And uh, I, I played, I played, I want to say I never finished Zero Dawn, but I played about like 30, 35 hours of the game last year. Uh, the game, it, it has such an immersive way of just making you feel like you're learning the layout of the land. Yeah, you level up, but you don't level up like you do in traditional games. You actually just get knowledge. You learn things about the different species. It actually feels like you're hunting at times. And I love the way it, feel, the way it, fe way it feels. So for them to give us more of the same, not really complaining. I'm okay with that. Um, I, I, yeah, it's like, I don't see what the issue is. I mean, there's, there's some people complaining about, uh, the frame rate at moving at 30 frames per second. All right, no, whatever. Um, it's, it's not that big of a deal. The game is supposed to be, uh, what is, what, what were they saying? More move, more cinema, uh, like, like the cinema, um, and be more movie like they shoot movies in 30 frames per second. Um, look, I understand that you, if some people feel that, uh, you know, it needs to be 60 frames per second. We got to see what we get when we get the game. There's a possibility there could be a performance mode that will, or the, I forget. There's the one for the resolutions, one for the frame rate. And, and they could be showing off the resolution because, you know, resolution gets the oohs and the ahs. But when it actually comes down to you picking it, you're going to pick frame rate. I'm pretty sure they're going to give you an option. Uh, the, the, they really didn't show too much different new stuff. Um, they did show uh, the Batman grappling hook, which I was, and, and the Batman smoke bomb, which I was like, that's a dope addition to it. That's cool. Um, and we also got a uh, Link's glider. I know Breath of the Wild didn't, intru didn't introduce the glider, but that's what's, what I thought of the second I saw it. And it, of course, they're going to take that from Breath of the Wild. I mean, that was released within months of, uh, if not the same month as Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, you know, it's like stuff like that. They're going to imitate it. That's, and, and again, no issues with that at all. The the, the fights were decent. I love the way the raptors looked. Um, the, woolly mo the woolly mammoth, or not even the woolly, but the mammoth. How the mammoth fight, the gooey bomb. Everything just looks so fluid and great, man. I love the way it feels. Uh, the way the way the way the game, the atmosphere and stuff like that. When, it, when she's underwater and then she's seeing the different species of uh, robot dinosaurs and robot fish swimming around. Man, this game looks gorgeous. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm not gonna run out and get it. I probably will wait till I get a PS5 to play it. But um. Yeah, I mean, I still haven't I still haven't finished uh, Horizon Zero Dawn yet, so that's on the back burner right now. I'm gonna I have to get to that, but um, I I really did enjoy it, and I'm I don't have no reason to believe that I'm not gonna enjoy this game as well in the future. So looking forward to that. Moving on, 
Uh, we got an... <laughs> I don't want to say I called it, but I kind of called it. Uh, no, I actually do want to say I called it. Because I called it. <laughs> the uh, Resident Evil chapter of Dead by Daylight, man. We got Nemesis. Like I've been saying. I kind of got swayed last minute. And I said, maybe Mr. X. But yeah, I'm so happy that I was wrong that they didn't go with Mr. X. And they gave us... Um, nemesis man nemesis i am geeking the fuck out because we are getting nemesis and pyramid head in the same game like those are two of my favorite horror movie antagonists uh the way they stalk you the way they made you feel when you actually fought them when you actually killed them and or when they kill themselves spoiler alert but i am so excited and i just wish i was better at this game but i'm definitely going to be playing this game when this comes out i and um we did get two uh two survivors and of course leon kennedy is one and jill valentine is the other i kind of felt like that and again on twitter i called that and we got a we got a raccoon city map with the raccoon city police department and it looks like just like the like like the uh, resident evil remake the map the, the areas that aren't closed off it's just like it it's so great it's such a homage to the series and I just, I love it. I love it, man. This, this, this gets me excited for this game. You know, happy fifth, fifth year anniversary to the studio behind that game. Um, the, they have, they have a great community, um, of, uh, people, of content creators. It's one of those games that I more enjoy watching than playing cause I'm not good at it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not good at it, but, um, I really enjoy watching people play it and, and, you know, the community is great with the interaction and just keeping us happy as as viewers and stuff i would love to get into this game but there's just so much stuff right now that, that that's getting my attention i don't have i don't have a lot of time to game at home necessarily so they they talk about a six-year roadmap we're getting uh four more killers and five more survivors this year so um we're gonna get another pack that um, we're gonna get into the pack, it seems like, that, that adds another two survivors. Unless they're talking about this one. I don't think they were talking about this one, to be quite honest with you. But um, yeah, oh, and, uh, and uh, what's it called? They, they, they've already, it's already kind of leaked. I don't know if it's, if it's legit, if it's official, but they show uh, Leon in his uh, Resident Evil gear because the, the Resident Evil 4 uh, with the coat, with the bomber jacket, um, they, they have him from the standard one is, uh, from Resident Evil 2 with the police uniform and, uh, they show Jill Valentine from, uh, Nemesis. So I'm pretty sure that she's going to get her costume that, that turns her into uh, Jill from the first one as well. I can't see them not doing that. Also, um, Chris and Claire Redfield have shown up, um, in the code. From from what I've been told, I don't know how like I got that I don't know how official that is, but I've seen it online, unless it was false. But I I, I mean, um, what's her name from Silent Hill Three? Uh, you can uh, you know as uh, people are gonna get so mad at me. You're supposed to be a Silent Hill fan. Yes, I am, but I don't remember the name of the characters right now. But um, one of the characters actually does the switch with Heather. Heather. Um, is it Heather? I don't. 
man i'm sorry i apologize brain fart but um yeah but it, it does a switch to another character from the silent hill series uh kind of like a, as a, a premiere skin so there's a possibility that we can get that too as well as you know mr x and tyrant for nemesis tyrant skins for nemesis um also i was kind of hoping that they would uh have the resident evil 4 chainsaw ganado for the hillbilly that would be dope just throwing that out there that would be a cool way to add that character in without adding a brand new character in you know we have too many chainsaw characters in it so um who would i like to see uh flesh this out man this is super exciting that we're getting all these characters in it and it makes it does make me excited um for for movies i would i would love to see uh uh alien or candy man i know that those are gonna be like i've heard rumors that candy man there's so much red tape to cut through with that or it's actually waiting for the movie to be released possibly we'll see um alien i'm not holding my breath for that because yeah it belongs to disney so i don't know we'll see we'll see Disney's a hard company to work with and to get those licenses and stuff like that. And they're still a small company, even though they've expanded. Um, from video games, can, I mean, I would love to see some of the characters from The Evil Within, like Beacon. I forget the character from uh, the first Evil Within. He has the lock on his head, the lockbox on his head, and he has like a apron on yeah he has like this hammer too i would love to see that character because they actually have they have a part uh dlc in the first one where you play as that character the butcher or something like that i forget his name but he's uh yeah that's another one but i don't think they're gonna get that character that's what i would like to see i would love to see something from uh what's that dead space but ea's <laughs> i mean i don't see that happening at all but there's some really cool shit in the game. I'm looking forward to see what else they do for the rest of the year, man. I'm excited about the Raccoon City map. I, I, I wanted that. I didn't think they were going to give us another map, to be honest. But, um, yeah, hype, hype. Before we move forward to the stuff that I'm not so happy about, let's talk about E3 is coming in a couple weeks, man. This is crazy. I, You know, I, it hasn't hit me yet. And I'm so excited. There's so many rumors about the Nintendo Switch Pro or the Super Nintendo Switch, whatever you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to just seeing what they add to what, what they're adding to Smash Brothers. Hopefully we get um, both the last characters announced. That would be dope. No, and uh, it's been a, it's been official that we're getting the last two characters this year. So not a big surprise there but yeah it seems like this is it yeah it seems like it's it we'll see what happens but um i'm also excited <clears throat> excuse me to see what else gets announced uh bethesda and microsoft are doing it on the uh 12th is it i forget what day it is i think it's on the 12th um which is a sunday um and, and they're gonna do the, the a joint uh what's it called uh conference on Sunday morning uh, so I will be recording on Sunday night and I've already confirmed with uh, Jeremy Bizzle mr. J Bizzle will be joining us he if not for some of uh, e3 the entirety of e3 I would love to get somebody else's opinion about you know what they're excited for not just what I want so that's really dope and uh, you know shouts to Jay Bizzle for 
you know hooking me up with uh, uh the last the last one as well as chris from honestly nerds and i definitely look forward to having uh jay bizzle back on the show his input is so interesting to me you know it's just just to give people more more opinions about that you know not necessarily what i want to talk about all the time e3 we're going to be covering a lot of uh, different companies and stuff but the one company i will not be covering on this channel is ubisoft um i'm having my issues with them and i know that i'm in no position to actually hurt them by saying i'm not going to cover their stuff it probably is hurting me more than them but you know what I have principles, like I said before, and I don't feel comfortable kind of endorsing a company um, unless they're doing something bad. So Ubisoft is on my shit list right now. Um, they've, they've, first off, they released. I didn't watch it. I, I was very turned off by something they said. Uh, the Far Cry 6 trailer was released. Now Far Cry kind of fell off a little bit after part three part four was decent was was fun but five was a mess from what i've heard and it just so i was kind of curious how they would go about this but uh it turns out that far cry 6 they've you know actually talked to gorillas uh guerrilla warfare soldiers uh guerrilla soldiers i guess it's called um and they um you know got their input about different things and, and Ubisoft wants to stay apolitical while putting out games about political shit and then they don't want to, to make a comment they're very neutral about it all and something like you know where you're going after a tyrannical government that's enslaving its people you think that would be a slam dunk for Ubisoft but I I guess the slaver market's important to them. You know, I guess people that love fascism. It's it's such a... I, I don't want I, I Again, it's like I don't want to give these people props when they do things like this. It's like you can't remain apolitical when you're putting out these stories. And speaking of stories... Um... What's going on with the uh, sexual harassment that's running rampant, the sexual harassment allegations in, in, in Ubisoft? Um, it's actually gotten media attention. <clears throat> and um, we're, we haven't seen much happen. Oh, oh, I've heard it was a very high percentage between 30 and 40 percent of their female staff has either quit or has pressed charges on Ubisoft's management for sexual harassment around those numbers, it's pretty high. And that's disgusting, in my opinion. It's like, we shouldn't tolerate that behavior. And like my friend Griffin says, the real stories are more important than the made up stories. And when you have a group of people that are doing these disgusting, horrible things, I don't wanna hear the stories you have to tell. And it, it's a hard line I'm drawing in the sand. I'm not going to cover their stuff at this point. Uh, and, and and it's not even that. I understand this kind of stuff does happen in companies, like big companies that hire thousands of people. But the problem is this. Uh, reports have been coming out that the landscape hasn't changed since the internal investigations. Surprise. You know, internal investigations don't work. So that's that's upsetting. It's disappointing. 
Um, and yeah, I, I feel like more people need to do st this stuff. We shouldn't tolerate it. And we spoke about this a little bit last episode when we spoke about how 60% of uh, female gamers need to hide their sex when they're gaming online. Um, that And that's... that's there's no there's no reason for that. It's unacceptable. So it seems to come from up top from the industry. So if we're not going to uh, accept that behavior amongst ourselves, what makes you think that we should accept it from the companies because they're making fun games? It's not cool, man. I don't I don't, you know, like I have a daughter. I have a sister. I don't think that they deserve that treatment as well. And anybody, you know, who has that type of family member, even if you don't have that family member, it's like you don't want to see the woman in your family being treated like that. And it's unacceptable that we accept it because they make fun games. It's like we, we turn a blind eye to the terrible shit that a homeboy is doing because he's funny sometimes. I like drinking with him. So I'm going to let him, I let the sexual harassment sexual assault let that go that's fine that's fine no no because i like him no we need to do better at the end of the day we need to do better so that's why i'm not covering until i hear something major happen yeah i'm not gonna cover their e3 stuff uh, i really don't want to give them any props so even if i give them one sale that's one too many that i'm giving to them so I might, you might, you might hear me speak about it on other people's uh, podcast if I'm guest, if I'm guest appearing on one of the shows and stuff like that. But I'm on my on my platform. I'm not gonna give them the time of day. So just a heads up if you want to see Ubisoft's conference, um, if you want to see a deep dive, it's not gonna be on this channel. That that's just that's just my stance on the whole thing. Moving on, here's an interesting one. Uh, not surprising though. Um, uh, Borderlands 3 uh, was going to introduce crossplay amongst PC, the P, the PlayStation systems, the Xbox consoles, um, whatever they're on. They were gonna offer crossplay, and crossplay is a good incentive. It's very pro friendly, very uh, customer friendly. It's a good move for you to make as a company for your game i mean i love crossplay. we're in 2021 Crossplay needs to be a thing uh in everything and i'm not look back in the day in the 360 era it was microsoft that that drew the line in the sand didn't let it happen and ever since they lost their top position things have kind of changed um you know they're speaking a different they're singing a different song now but that being said um PlayStation really isn't playing ball with a lot of these developers. And um, Bo Borderlands 3 will have no crossplay for uh, PlayStation systems, for consoles. It will strictly be PC and uh, Xbox consoles. That's it. Let me explain why this is such a, like, I, I, and I don't know why they did it. Because, okay, look, we talked a couple weeks ago about the Fortnite situation that, that, Epic has to pay Sony the difference for the money they might be losing because it's available and everything. I'm pretty sure they, um, which which no other company is doing, no company is doing that. But I'm pretty sure that they approached uh, 
Gearbox and, and, and a 2K with the same proposition, and they said no. You know, so like, okay, well, then you're just not going to get crossplay on your system. This is the thing, man. Um, you know, like you're going to take an L when you, when you're going to take a hit when you, when you, uh, when you introduce crossplay because people aren't going to buy the same game twice. You know, I've done it in the past, a long time ago that I bought the same game on 360 and on the PS3 back in that era. I bought the same game on both systems because I had two different sets of friends on each console and I wanted to play with those people. So I would get one, one game on one system. I would get that game on one system and when it was a price drop or a deep sale or I found it used for super cheap, I bought it. And you know, that doesn't have that, you know, it's, it's not giving that company any extra revenue is what I'm saying. So they kind of yeah so so like it, it, i get it you're gonna take a hit because like uh if i play on xbox then i have no reason to get it on the uh the, the playstation's console because i have it here and i can play with my friends on playstation now you know that's that's very a very custom friendly thing to do to allow them to play and you know you take a small hit but sony could afford a small hit a small hit we're not talking a gargantuan hit because a lot of the times we don't buy the games we won't buy a second copy to begin with for the extra hardcores that do like i used to be we're very far in between we're not the average gamer so you're you're counting pennies at that point you're a multi-billion dollar company you could afford to take the hit because gamers aren't going to be so friendly to you when you're digging into their pockets. I mean, some will. You have the hardcore loyalist, which will happily eat shit and smile when the company does terrible things and they will defend them. We've seen it plenty of times. But, you know, a lot of the times, you know, we see if, if the gamer sees something that's really... <sighs> like really egregious, we're not so happy to support that company. I know I'm not. I know a lot of people who get mad about the situation. They, they don't get mad at the company. They get mad at the huge, at the big console owner. They get mad at the Sonys. They get mad at the Microsofts when they start playing this game. So Sony needs to wisen up a little bit because it might not hit them right now, but it's, it's, it's definitely in the back of the mind of gamers when they make when they're making their next purchase um you know i'm gonna be out flat with you pc it is it, it, it's creeping up on the console era right now it's been creeping up and it's doing it's it's the only thing holding it back is if sony was to open up the floodgates on their backlog and allow them on pc it would be game over everybody would have a pc at that point because for the money that we're getting we can have access to all of them the point is like why are we going to spend all this extra money on supporting two different plastic boxes when we can get a different plastic box spend about 700 800 maybe less than you would spend on both consoles and it would not only would it look better but i don't have to pay for online fees there's 
just so much that I don't think that they're understanding when they do this. Microsoft wants this to happen and they're allowing it with this hardcore line in the sand that they're drawing. I, I don't get it, Mike. I don't get it, PlayStation. <sighs> this whole situation with the no crossplay is just going to force people to go to console. Because if, if they're that, you know, like, you're going to buy console and they're going to get everything on console except for the exclusives. And that's going to hurt you in the end. And it's like, you know, I don't like it when, when these companies get arrogant. It only lands up hurting us, the gamer, in the end. And that's not good for anybody, to be honest with you. So, moving on. Just a, a little bit of uh, podcast news for me. Uh, Loki is going to be starting on, hold on, I'll get the date right now, on the 9th, which is a Wednesday. It throws me off a bit because usually I record on Saturday nights and I have it out by Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that this time around. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to try something differently for the next six weeks. Well, when after Loki starts for the six weeks. Um, what I'm going to attempt to do is watch this, watch the episode on Wednesday, take my notes and everything on Wednesday. On uh, Thursday, I am going to record it before I have work. And on Friday, before I have work, I'm going to edit it. So that's how I'm going to attempt to approach this situation. Wish me luck. We'll see what happens. Um, not an easy thing, but you know, it, hopefully Marvel uh, continue after this show continues putting things out on Friday. I think that they moved it from Friday to Wednesday because they didn't want it to interfere with the Black Widow release. That's a possibility. I mean, there could be other things, but I really hope that they go back to Friday. It's really throwing me off. But um, yeah, that, what, that's what's, what I'm going to end up doing. And I'll probably still be recording on um, Saturday if uh, you know for the video game news. Uh, so I'm going to be a little busy, but it's worth it. You know, it's worth it. It's fun. It's good times. But uh, yeah, so with that, that's about it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to On the Digital Soapbox with Soapbox J. Y'all be safe out there. And if you're not standing on a soapbox, then what are you standing for? Peace.